Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, September 29, 2023, and this is day 2018 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you above all others and every one we can think of. You are our sovereign God. There is no one like you. You are the creator of every single thing and every single person. And we thank you, Lord, so much for your mercy and your grace that you've had upon us and allowing us to fulfill the purpose you've given us. Lord, I thank you for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today is T-Zone Update Friday, so let me just give you a few highlights before we get into our message for today. Uh, We have been really working hard on getting books prepared. Actually, we're we're ready now to print them. Um, We had to order a bigger printer to handle the capacity of uh, printing the books for human trafficking awareness. This is something God has put on my heart so heavy that it's like, let's get moving. And whatever you all God puts on your heart in order to support this um, so it's like an emergency. It is such a needed uh, movement that is already going on, but for us to really rally together and become modern day abolitionists and letting the world know uh, about what is going on beneath our noses and helping to educate people and our youth on how to be aware of human trafficking. Uh, And so that's what we've been doing the last week or two. Uh, I will start printing booklets, but going to uh, schools and uh, sharing a couple of schools so far. And now I'm sharing with you again, uh, and I'm going to just give you some highlights here. Uh, But I'm sharing with you so that you may say, hey, I would love for you to come and share this at my church, at my community center, my neighborhood association at our school PTA. I know it's not called PTA anymore, but whatever it is to begin to get the word out. And you might say, I want to become someone to help share this message. Well, listen, there is room. There's so many people needed. I am getting our curriculum out of a, from an organization that is doing great a great work, an amazing movement called A21. You can Google them. It is just mind-blowing, the things that are happening. So here's here are some of the things that traffickers look for. It's a global crisis, uh, the cycle of human trafficking. And, you know, it's every day millions of vulnerable people are exploited through force, fraud, and coercion. Uh, from false job opportunities and sex trafficking to the recruitment of forced begging and domestic servitude, and even uh, children being forced to become soldiers. So the things that these traffickers look for are vulnerability, exploitation, and they re-victimize. 
the people that they recruit or that they, well, rather that they force in to this evil, um, evil cycle. The radical hope uh, of A21 solution is to reach the people. And this is what God has put on my heart to do, and I'm sure on many of your hearts, reach the people through education and equip everyone to understand, identify, and reduce the risk of human trafficking through programs like educational curriculum, prevention programs, and awareness campaigns. Then to rescue the people, partner with authorities to secure the freedom of victims and the conviction of human traffickers through programs like hotlines, child advocacy centers, identification trainings, and legal support, and then to restore. And this is where we, I believe, come in heavily uh, at T-Zone. Number one is to reach them and, and rescue them, but then to restore, so empower survivors of human trafficking on their unique journey toward restoration and independence through programs like holistic aftercare, safe accommodations, and relocation services. We're already, God has already put us in position uh, to do the educational piece, the aftercare, teaching them about who they are and how uh, valued they are and teaching them the values and um, uh, also teaching them about life skills, workforce skills. Many of them already have, but reiterating these things and helping them to get employment and keeping them in a safe space. The goal that we have is to have a a safe building, uh, a living quarters for people uh, that have gone through this and are now uh, becoming no longer victims, but survivors and victors. So that is the goal. We will be starting our first um, training with our youth uh, this Saturday, not tomorrow, but next Saturday, October 7th. Uh, We will be starting that session with our youth, and I'm grateful that, you know, for all your blessings and support that helped us to get this printer. Um, If you, you know, we still need (laughs) support all the time financially uh, and through your prayers. But yeah, uh, we're grateful that we're going to be able to print out all of these lessons and get ready to get busy. So Thank you for your attention uh, to that. Uh, Now let's go to the word. Today's message is sabotaging your future. And um, God just gave me this message this morning. I had something else already laid out and he said, nope, this is what we need right now. We're coming out of Matthew chapter 25 verses 1 through 13. Matthew 25, verses 1 through 13. And it says, Jesus is speaking and he's talking about what's going to happen at the end of time, last days. And, you know, how we need to remain watchful and we really need to be obedient. And it says, well, Jesus says, at that time, the kingdom of heaven will be like 10 virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Five of them, (coughs) excuse me. Five of them were foolish and five were wise. Now, this process of going out to meet the bridegroom, this is a parable talking about, (coughs) excuse me, a wedding. And on the wedding day, the bridegroom went to the bride's house for the ceremony. (coughs) And then the bride and the groom, along with the 
great procession of the guests returned to the groom's house where a feast took place, often lasting a full week. So the bride, the uh, virgins were waiting to join the procession. So at any point, you know, it's almost like a big parade and you would join the procession as the bride and the groom walked down the street. So they were waiting and this party went on for a long, like for at least a week. So that is what was coming up. That's what these brides, uh, these 10 virgins were waiting on. So verse three, the foolish ones took their lamps, but did not take any oil with them. The wise ones, however, took oil in jars along with their lamps. The bridegroom was a long time in coming and they all became drowsy and fell asleep. At midnight, the cry rang out, here's the bridegroom, come out to meet him. Then all the virgins woke up and trimmed their lamps. The foolish one said to the wise, give us some of your oil. Our lamps are going out. No, they replied, there may not be enough for both us and you. Instead, go to those who sell oil and buy some for yourselves. But while they were on their way to buy the oil, the bridegroom arrived. The virgins who were ready went in with him to the wedding banquet and the door was shut. Later, the others also came. Lord, Lord, they said, open the door for us. But he replied, truly, I tell you, I don't know you. Therefore, keep watch because you do not know the day or the hour. So we don't know the day or the hour that our Lord will return and we must stay ready. And so many of us are sabotaging our own futures just as these foolish uh, virgins did. So let's go to our points. Point number one, sabotage is to deliberately destroy, damage, or obstruct something. Have you ever heard people blame someone else for their bad choices? Like if the wife didn't smoke cigarettes, maybe the husband wouldn't smoke either. Or because someone else gossips and judges others and makes me do the same. We all have a choice. Jesus teaches us here that everyone is responsible for his or her own spiritual condition. When we refuse to obey the Lord fully, we are literally sabotaging our own future, our destiny with the Lord. That's what these foolish brides, uh, these foolish virgins were doing. They um, refused to get the extra oil. That, that could have been because of laziness, uh, because of pride, uh, because they didn't feel like carrying anything extra. <laughs> and knowing if the, the wise ones did it, why didn't they? But again, every tub has to sit on, on its old, own bottom, as the old timers would say. We're all responsible for our own choices. It's time to grow up spiritually and take responsibility for our own actions and choices. Otherwise, we can end up like the five foolish virgins. 
and not making it in. And this, y'all, is the most important thing ever in our lifetime. That is why we do what we do right now. This is why we're, you know, trying to stop uh, human trafficking. And we are going to. That is why we're teaching our youth. That is why we preach. That is why you go out and you do the things you do to help others. So that we don't miss it when Jesus returns. That is why God is wanting us to be reminded of this. Because sometimes we can get off track and get so consumed with our everyday lives that we're missing what the Lord is telling us to do. Point number two, in order to do God's will, we need to humble ourselves and understand that everything is not all about us. We have to do the work. That means we will have to sacrifice our own desires and do things God's way and in his timing. This takes patience and faith in the Lord, believing in what he has given us to do, even when we don't see the benefit of it yet. We may not see those benefits right away, but the work has to be done in order to get to the point he would have us to be at. We need to have the mindset of Christ, letting God's will be done in our lives. As Jesus was <clears throat> sweating like bloods of sweating um, like blood drops while just before having to go to the cross and die for us. And he was saying, oh, Father, please take this cup away from me. The cup of having to go and do this major thing, the, the thing he was born for, put on this earth rather to do. And at the age of 33, knowing that it's now time. And he's saying, this is so much. But then after that, he said, but Father, let thy will be done. And he finished and he went through everything so that we could have another chance and be reconciled back to the Father. We must not take any of that for granted, what Jesus did for us, and begin to do the work, whatever it is that God is giving us to do. My sister, Jill, and her husband, Tim, uh, are uh, amazing, uh, have an amazing business in heating and cooling and construction. And God had given them to do to make sure the name was not just heating and cooling, but construction also. And they started off doing only heating and cooling. Now God said it is time, you know, over this last year or more to begin implementing the construction side of it. Well, that that part involves, you know, more huge commercial business and multi-million dollar contracts, bidding, understanding how to get supplies, you know, and they could have just said, we're going to jump into this and just order things and do things. But no, they have gotten mentors. They have, are taking classes every week to learn how to bid on big contracts, to learn about bonding, to learn about what it takes uh, to do the business. They've got more than one uh, mentor, you know, that helps them. They uh, they have gotten, uh, they, this is wisdom, okay? They've gotten a team, you know, and learning how to grab the team, what you need to pay the people that do the work, training them, getting them ready, 
You know, it it is not something that you just like, okay, I'm going to do this and leap right into it. Like the this is what messed up the, the five foolish virgins. They did not do the work beforehand. And so they're doing the work and getting ready for months. They've been getting the foundation ready because this is not something you can jump into blindly and guessing your way through the process. And it is hard work. <laughs> it takes a lot of time. Every time I talk to my sister, she's in and out of meetings, in and out of you know, trainings and things like that. I understand. And that is what God, when God gives you something to do, we cannot have do it. We have to do it all the way right. Or we're going to miss out on our blessings. And that's what God is giving us to do. And they're ready to get started on a major assignment next month. But God said, get prepared. What is God telling you to do? What has he shown you that maybe you slacked in a certain area? And maybe you're like, oh, it's just not worth it. Or if it wasn't for this person or that person, I could have done it. God is saying, take responsibility for ourselves. Uh, Be accountable for what we've done and get back on track and get busy doing what God has given you to do. And not even, even though it might seem way off the wall somewhere, (laughs) I never would have thought that I would be an abolitionist in human trafficking. Never. And I, this is something that's been going on for me, learning about it for several years in spurts, you know, and just 14 years ago, just, you know, having people coming to giving workshops at our church and teaching us about it and all those things. And God is saying, now it's time. What is it that God is showing you and saying, now it is time. Do not take it for granted. Get busy. Now, if you don't know Jesus, this is your day. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. That's the ultimate goal right there. Glory to God. I love you all so very much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor, and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B-Like-Boy-U-Y-C-K-S-Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on tzonekc.org to learn more about what we're doing with our youth, teaching them and families about life and about workforce and entrepreneurship and how to resolve conflict peacefully and uh, about human trafficking and also about how to do minor household repairs through DIY projects. We could not do this without your support, your prayers, and your help. You are a part of the team, and we thank you so much. And uh, as God leads you, please go to that, our website, and hit that donate button. And listen, it is not in vain. It is going to a good cause, and we thank you with all of our hearts. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you, and I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.